Boom. All right. Finish Line Podcast is brought to you by Sportscaster and Unwrapped Sports and also Patreon. If you like what we do and you want to see more stuff, you want to see Calvin take his shirt off. Um, you can, you can <laughs> what? Subscribe monthly. Take your shirt take off. Your shirt. <laughs> not, see, I have not taken my like shirt off. Yet. Yeah, take your shirt off. Oh. Put, put vanilla ice cream <laughs> on his chest. Slam it, slam it. Watch it drip down. But anyway, uh, we're back with another episode. You feel me? It's like our 42nd episode in a row. Shout out to Consistency. Um, but we have our first guest, our first major guest as well of 2020, almost yes, 19. Um, <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Brandon man. Parker, graduate. Of North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Facts. You know what I'm saying? 2017. You know, they they would have flamed you if you did say it right. Because you ain't go. (laughs) (laughs) From Annapolis, A.L. Brown graduate, you feel me? Third round pick of the Oakland. Oh. The Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas. Y'all Las Vegas Raiders. They, yeah. they took the letters out of the building. I don't know what we are. We just Raiders. Just the Raiders. Raiders. So yeah, man. Um, appreciate you coming on the show, man. Of course. Um, in Greensboro, North Carolina. Hey, sure. they they will be looking at us like, hey, how y'all getting these high profile people yeah. in Greensboro? Hey, you right. Hey, from. Uh, but we got hey, <laughs> so to. Appreciate uh, but but how, how was the season for you, man? How was the off season treating you as well? Uh, off season is always kind of nice. You get time to spend with, with the fam again. Uh, kind of unwind. Let your body. To recover a little bit before you get back at it and the season was better than last year uh you know <laughs> we won four and 12 <laughs> yeah that is very had true. hot playoff hopes too so we're a couple points away from getting in there so yeah man i i definitely thought y'all were gonna make the playoffs That's they true. were they were literally a game away and honestly i really would have wished they did because then the titans would have went and then we probably would have you know won you're he, he, he a ravens fan yeah man. i'm a big ravens oh, fan so you oh, know i know man i know i had y'all win the super bowl and we didn't make it <laughs> I was, I'm disappointed. <laughs> but, um, Me too. But uh, mo- moving it with, with the offseason, um, have you been paying attention to the playoffs at all? Oh, yeah. I watch every Sunday. And like, we all, the family always get together somewhere. They go to a bar. It comes to our house. Facts. Uh, we don't drink, but, who, you know, who's sports who, bar. Who, who's your favorite right now out of the four teams left? I got I to gotta give it to the Titans. You know, really? They, they handed it to wow. us during the season. Really? Uh, they mm. beat us by 21. I'm a, I'm a fan of If you beat us, I'll, I'll – I got to respect it. I got to respect it. Facts. And they just beat. Uh, who they, who they, uh, they, uh, they, they beat us. Right? They beat yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the Chiefs is exploding. You know, that offense is crazy. But you think they stand a chance against the Chiefs? Yes, sir. They keep they keep Mahomes off the field. They'll win. And they can run the ball. Ain't nobody taking their hand like that. He definitely proved Derek something in the last four weeks, honestly. He did. So. He did but with other offseason news, um, you know, last what two three days ago Tuesday right two, before right yeah. before we recruit well yeah, when y'all hear this it'll be Wednesday next of January so last like, Tuesday so last Tuesday <laughs> um, right before we recorded our podcast last week um, literally as we were about to hit record Luke Keekley retired and mm. we got we literally got the news and we had to change the whole podcast yeah. made like yo we can we can't not talk about Luke Keekley yeah. so given you know we know his like reasonings for retiring you know of course you know, yeah. like Marshawn said. Protect your body, protect, protect your mental, protect your chicken, protect your chicken. <laughs> um, and Luke, eight years, seven-time All-Pro, one-time rookie. When he didn't win All-Pro, he was Rookie of the Year, deepest player of the year, first ballot Hall of Famer, in my, in my opinion, easily. Absolutely. But, but what what was your reaction to him retiring and his reasoning and things of that nature, being that you're yeah. in the trenches as uh, well? Shocked at first, but I completely understood because I know he's been kind of battling some head injuries uh, these last couple of years, and. Mm-hmm. You definitely want to get out where you have all your intelligence. You know, I don't think anybody wants to play terrible vegetable. I mean, I know a lot of guys say they love the game, but you can't even be that man for your family. You know, if you ain't, if you ain't got real. your head straight, so he did the right thing. 
And, and he's already been a Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I yeah. feel like he's had a great enough career where he didn't have anything left to prove. Honestly, the Super Bowl win would have been nice. You it would have been, nice. been, been, been nice. Yeah, but it's not like he's hurting for anything oh. on his Hall of Fame career. And seven, I think, yeah. Seven straight Pro Bowls. Seven straight Pro Bowls. Seven straight All Pro. Offense Rookie of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year. What more? What else is there's, there's, there's nothing think else. He only played eight seasons. He already has 1,100 tackles. That's crazy. Um, most interceptions by a linebacker in for the last seven years. And Eighteen the, interceptions. And the biggest number being he got sixty three million in the bank. Yeah, so sixty million. <laughs> bank. I'm than sure good. Papa mm-hmm. John's, Bank of America, C- Stadium, CC, CPI. <laughs> somebody gonna have him in a booth. You know, there's obviously the still the love for the game there. Yeah. So I assume he'll be if he's not in the coach. booth, be on somebody's yeah, sideline. Somebody, mm-hmm. somebody, yeah, somebody said that on too. I think yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he might coach because they got a nice young linebacker core. Like, why not hang around, get you a little extra check and you get to stay near the game but not yeah. in the game so. yeah do you exactly. so in the last what five six years we've seen cam chancellor um megatron mm-hmm. luke keekley now andrew luck mm-hmm. um those guys patrick willis leaving yeah. the game early what do you do you think we're gonna start seeing a trend of that do you think the nfl will lose its popularity or anything of that nature in the next five ten years uh not so much the popularity but you're definitely gonna see a lot of guys start taking themselves first you know i think we're out of that uh Old school boneyard phase where guys are just playing themselves into the dirt. The new CBA kind of helped us with taking off our bodies. And now since you got a lot of more people, especially in this generation, people in general supporting mental health and mm-hmm. just you being in the right state of mind, you see a lot more people start. Just- I watched a Lawrence Taylor highlight two months Boy. ago. Yeah. And that man. I don't know. That ferocious. Ferocious. <laughs> and it was. It, they interviewed him, yeah. and he said it was crazy. I was playing at such a high level in the '80s. One MVP, last defensive player to win MVP, yeah. mm-hmm. and he won. They weren't making no bread, and None. it's crazy. And I feel like that leads to that led to a lot of those players playing. They got to. I got to play 15, yeah. 16 years. I I got a concussion, but I got to go back in the game because I'm not. Yeah. I got to support my family. So yeah. I definitely think with you know the the better CBAs, the the better agreements between the players and the owners. And y'all making more money. Yeah. And, um, I, and I think that, like, you know, like Brandon said, mental health back then wasn't a big thing. Like, mm-hmm. nowadays. Well, it wasn't a thing at all. It wasn't right. at all. It wasn't. Yeah. Like, sure. nowadays, it was, everything, it you know what I'm saying, like, counseling, therapy, like, all of that is important nowadays. And so, it, yeah. Just technology, bro. Like, yeah, that's know what CTE is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where I, I know, you know, with Antonio Brown, nah, yeah. with his mm-hmm. thing over the summer where, uh, you know, I want to wear my helmet, but they're like, listen, you got to wear this particular helmet because we tested this helmet to have the standards of blah, 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 blah. To make sure yeah. you're safe. Exactly. Sure, yeah, he already, he already, you know, lost his head a little bit. We can't <laughs> do it anymore. Uh, so, I mean, I, and I think going off that technology, when people see you acting a plum fool, like kind of hear how he was with the outrage on Twitter, they're going to know something's not right upstairs because, mm-hmm. you know, most sane people don't you just saw, act like that. I don't know if you, you saw a few hours ago, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, um, parted, parted ways with him. He said that he's still willing to work with AB in the future, but he needs him to seek counsel first. Yep. Needs to get help, and, and and I think he probably already told AB, "Hey, listen, you you probably need to go see somebody." And AB probably was like, "Listen, I'm good." Da 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 da, and that's probably why he wanted to part ways. Because I think if he was actively going to like you know get some help, it'd be I would stay still be his agent yeah, as long as you're trying. actively trying. As long as you're trying, and I'm glad there's somebody in his circle holding him accountable. Because I'm sure his homeboys yeah. and whatnot. 
They don't. He don't have. He don't have none. First of all, no. They he, has been told. Yes, he has yes men around. <laughs> they yeah, would have been told. Yes, man. But how was that over the summer? Y'all's team. How did y'all's team dynamic change man. when that happened? You know, we were excited to have men to be in the first place, and he kind of just talking to us everyday life. He treated us like you know, cool. Like, what's going on, bro? Let's get to work. And then that the saga just started. Like, you would come in every day, and it'd be a different headline. We wouldn't know until we walked in the building. Sometimes he did what? Like, and it's just you check your phone and like. <laughs> Now here we go again, and then like the day he had the on-field incident with Mayock, some people actually witnessed it. I didn't witness it. I was painting to the drill, but that was just I guess that was the final straw right there. And then that's when he pointed the fo- football in front yeah. of him. Well, he was arguing with the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, called him. The, yeah, called him that word. Called him that word. Boy, AB was wilding, bro. Yeah, I just do you think that? Do you think? First of all, do you think he's playing next season? No, no. I don't think I. But, yeah. but you gotta look at uh, during the season, even amongst all of that, people were still interested in like having him on the team just because yeah. he's an instant game changer. So yeah. if he does finally wise up and get the help he needs, somebody's gonna pick him up. It, it's just kind of like how T.O. was, man. Not saying T.O. was on the same level as A.B., but like like uh, antics wise. But T.O. was one of those guys who was unfiltered, unspoken. You know what I'm saying? Outspoken. And people wanted him. Like yeah, he was like, to you gotta have him on your yeah. team to win. And I mean, that's how it is with AB. He is one of the elite receivers in the league, but I, I don't think he'll be in playing next year. So we'll see. I mean, there is a long off season. Like we still got what? It's only January. Nine months until kickoff. Um, so a lot can happen in that in in that oh, time yeah. span. Yeah, uh, but I, right now, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm say no. He not he's not gonna be in the league next year. Do you yeah. think he is he a Hall of Famer right now? Was Ooh. was I don't think he will get in because yeah. the we way see they, how they treat To the way they did To that's, that's and I don't think they will put him and in T, and Ab is outdone To yeah. yeah he is outdone <laughs> To was his antics were fun at the you know they were kind of funny you know yeah, the, yeah the, they you were know, the, the, really, the old white man at the top might not like To it you know, was really the, only one thing too when like he was doing the sit ups and the push ups outside his house <laughs> oh yeah and they were coming to him it was really just that one thing like he had a lot of little stuff but his was fun. Yeah, but there's not the AB is just kind of disrespectful. AB, we got the law enforcement. Yeah. We got you got the rape charge, rape yeah. charge. You got uh, your, your GM derogatory yeah. words. Yeah. You're throwing bags of penises at cops. At cops. <laughs> like <you can't. laughs> the, I, yo, I high key feel like I see a video of cops in front of AB's house. <laughs> I might be in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I look might be in the Twilight Zone, but I see when it just cussing his baby yeah, mama. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that at all. Bro, no, bro, I saw a video. Yes, I saw a video yesterday. The cops was put up in front of his crib, and he was like, "Officer." Um, officer, punch her. Officer, <laughs> he said, slam, slam, her. Her. slam her, slam her, officer. Like you would slam me, like you yeah. would slam me. And I'm like, yo. And he was like, she's been evicted. Like that bro. is so at the end of the day, bro. Kids, that's bro. your mother, your kids. Bro. That's the mother, of your the kids. mother of your children. Oh, you kids. gotta chill, bro. It, it, though we laugh about it, bro. It, it was really a sad. Sight it's to sad see. as hell. Like you said, like. He's like, I love you. I love you. Like talking to his son, and he's like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Like it's just like you can't do that. Like you cannot do that in the same breath, bro. Like that's just disrespectful. I, uh, I, I want to have his kids. Like imagine, like you know, your AB son. You come years down the road, you don't forgot yeah. about it. I even when your your mom, your dad, because your mom, they gonna show you the video. Social media never goes away. Oh because no, it's gonna come back. Ten, you know, ten, twelve years from now, when his kids are teenagers, yeah. adults. 
there's and AB's retired, there's going to be discussion about him in the Hall of Fame. But That's then true. those those all of this is going to resurface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like T.O. been out the league for 30 years, but it's only been like exactly seven or eight. <laughs> but as soon as those Hall of Fame discussions resurface every year, no, we're talking about well, why why you know we all sitting here we know T.O. is top ballot. five receivers of all time first ballot, but it Easy. didn't it didn't go that way because. I feel like a lot of the people that are making these decisions for the NFL Hall of Fame, they don't got they don't got they got long memories, bro. Yeah, they yeah. got really long memories. It yeah. was just it was just interesting in how that occurred because they didn't make they the NFL Hall of Fame made a point before To to not include off the field issues and things like of that nature, which is how Michael Irvin got in so quickly because his off the field stuff he was messing with prostitutes, cocaine, all that <laughs> so stuff. But he was, he was first ballot. He was messing with everybody. Um, and then same with LT. You know he had a lot of off the field issues. Um, so they only made it about To, but like To never got into any legal issues. Um, so that's yeah. just a kind of interesting thing is how that's changed now that To and it'll probably happen to AB as well. Yeah, he's yeah. It's- it's sad, but I mean that's the one that's in the you know top five talent. But it's just yeah. Sucks, man. So you know, as we all know, the Oakland Raiders, well, current current Oakland Raiders, um, <laughs> were on Hard Knocks um this last season, yeah. and um, so I wanted to ask you, how was it being in front of the lights? I know they didn't um shed a lot of light on you know. Uh, on certain players in that aspect, like some of the offensive line and defensive line kind of got some uh, highlights. But how did you feel being in front of the cameras, working with Gruden and some of your teammates and stuff like that? Um, I, you know, at first it was kind of weird. I mean, you, you walk into the same meeting room you had camp at last year. It's a big square capturing all the voice in there. And then there's two cameras in that corner that like, You'll be trying to focus, learn film or whatever. Yeah. And it'll just rotate. Like, it'll just, you'll just see them, like, just slowly start angling at different people. <laughs> I mean, the first, from the day one, when we walked in there, like, I remember Colton took a piece of, like, uh, a sticky pad and put it right on the lens. Because, like, yeah, I think legally we're supposed to have them in there, but they couldn't say we couldn't cover them up. So, we kept putting, every time we had a sticky note on there. But mm. on the field, you don't notice them. Because you're, you're worried about getting your job. You're worried about... Making sure you make your plays. You don't have enough time to worry about if a camera's watching. You're protecting your chicken. That's yeah, true. exactly. You're trying to get your chickens in the coop, man. You right, man. What's what's one of the you know top defensive players that you've had to face in the last two years that you've been playing? This year, uh, Yannick. I think Yannick was probably like the uh, uh, Yannick Gakway from uh, the Jaguars. Okay, okay. Probably exclamation point on the year. Um, I mean, I've never seen a guy bend like that. Like, I think there was one play. He made a play in the backfield. Like, I took my steps and everything because I was trying to just keep him outside. Mm-hmm. He was so quick. He went, like, gave me a little flash, dip below, and hit the <laughs> running back before the ball was even in his hands. Like, I'm Sheesh. like, it was, I, I, was, I was shocked. And then last year, uh, uh, it's tough last year. I tried to forget that year. It was rough. Year. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably um, pass-wise, probably D4, just because, I mean, mm, speed wow. and – Shifting this, I mean, and I wasn't that strong last year, so he kind of could give me the ball rush. Now this year, had I played him, I might have had a little better luck. But last right, year, right. he was he was a lot. What was it like playing for Gruden, man, the legend? Uh, intense. Uh, he's intense, so you got to set your intensity up, man. But I mean, he loves us all. He means well. He always leads in the right direction. So you, you kind of got to roll with him. Yeah, man. I would love to meet Gruden. I would love to see him run. I, bro, oh, that, 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 that run took me out, man. <laughs> Question for Did you watch Hard Knocks? Like, I did, did, did yeah. you watch it? Did you watch it every week or did you, like, wait and then just watch it all at once? 
I tried to watch it every week. Um, oh, I'm so sorry, bro. I tried to watch it every week because, uh, you know, I want to see if I was on there, number one. Yeah. And I want mm-hmm. to see what they were talking about, and pretty much it was an A.B. show. Like, yeah, it was. A.B. or Derek Carr show. And yeah. I, you know, Derek Carr, I love him to death, so I'm fine with that. But the A.B., I'm like, bro, it. They really it's, took it's more like than two or three like episodes of publicity at that point. It with was. The AB it, thing. Was. it just was setting a bad light on the team, you know. I mean, even you know whether where you stand on it, how he was going about things is good or bad. I mean, you still wanted to be about the team at the end of the day, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like they start off every episode. Uh, AB just he still, did this. Yeah, he did this. Yeah. He did that. I'm like, that was that, that was really crazy. Like I remember, like during the summer, like every week, it was really every day. It was every but, day. But, like, yeah. it was something new. Like <laughs> It really was every day, though. It was, bro. the helmet was thing really was crazy. Day. Like, it, it was really, that was really a crazy moment. You would like, have thought I, Hard Knocks was all about AB yeah. this season. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And I think, uh, like, when some, did some stuff go down in the season with AB? And it was like, I bet you the Hard Knocks crew was they could be in yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I bet. Oh, the Vontaze situation. Yeah, the Vontaze situation. I'm sure they wanted to kill to be in our place right now to see how we dealing with that. Do you feel more at ease going into this offseason you kind of get to recalibrate relocate literally um and and really focus and focus in more on the 2020 season yeah uh less distractions for one i mean you know there'll always be distractions once free agency comes because you don't know who you're gonna pick up you know they're gonna try to place you in free agency the draft you know who they're gonna draft they're gonna yeah. try to place you but other than that i mean you just work at your craft and you get prepared to just Give yourself the best chance to win your job. And that's really all you can worry about. Yeah, man. My now, first year, okay. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. My first year, uh, Rod, one of the vets, he always he just told me, control what you can control, you know? So you go around there worrying about stuff that's beyond you, you're going to go crazy. Mm. So this Raiders team went from 4-12 and 12 to 7-9 this seven year? 7-9, yeah. What, wh- where's, where's the limit for y'all? Because I, after watching Hard Knocks, me and, me and Wanya talked about Hard Knocks like all summer. We was like, yo, I like this Oakland Raiders team. When we used to do pick them, I would pick the Raiders, yeah. even when I knew, like, this might be a tough matchup. I'm like, nah, the Raiders really get this. Like and it. so, like, I, I really like, you know, the culture around the team. Where do you think that you guys can be at in the AFC West next year? We sh- this year, we I-, I see us at bottom line in the playoffs. Like, I think okay. everybody in that, that building is not accepting anything less than playoffs. Like, this year was – we had the talent to make the playoffs, but it's kind of – kind of untreaded waters with a lot of us. So we don't know what it takes. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be to our defense, we were but a couple points off in some games. Like, I mean, the Texans. Yeah. Um, shoot. Uh, the, the Jaguars. I mean, you know. It, and y'all close. had some injuries, like, too. Y'all had a, y'all had a, uh, a lot of injuries. Yeah. Safety. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's the difference between 9 and 7. 7 and 9. I mean, I definitely thought the average going for real make that, that for real, for real push yeah. um, towards the end. Cause they, I mean they y'all y'all definitely have I mean like like you said like just being a young team, um you know kind of going through those growing pains. But we me and Calvin like we loved that like the way they constructed the team. And if A B didn't fall off a deep end, we you, we probably would have been in the playoffs. In all <laughs> yeah, honesty, yeah. I mean think about it. Him, Darren Waller, you got the Hunter Renfro, I mean, Josh even, Jacobs. Like even still, after all that, we went six and three yeah. and went oh and went lost four straight. I mean I don't care what team you got. Oh, four straight is hard to come back from in this league. And yeah, like, it is. We still had a chance to make a drive at the end, but we had the reins in our hands. Six and three was a great spot to be in. That's where everybody's like, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're going to prove the haters wrong. And For the bottom sure. just fell off. Like, yeah. sometimes, you know, yeah. the wheels just fall off. You can't. What's, uh, what's one thing you're going to miss about Oakland? Because from, from outside looking in, I've never been to Oakland. It seems like, I mean, there, there are a lot of diehard fans. Obviously, you got the black hole, all that. 
what are you going to miss about that atmosphere in, in, in the city and that culture? Uh, definitely the people, man. I guess uh, when I first got there, you know, one of the people I attended East Logan Church of Christ right there on uh, International Talk Oakland. Uh, and one of the things they told me was they go to the game. They, they support us no matter what. Like in the past, the Raiders have always kind of struggled. And they said they know we kind of suck sometimes, but they go to the games to support us. They fight at the games. They get drunk. They have a good time because yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. They're going to hate you when they lose, and that's any fans. But yeah. Yeah. at the same time, they they have your back no matter what. And I think that's what I miss. I hope a lot of the fans still follow us to Vegas, but yeah. just being in that black hole every week and just being around that culture, that's going to be hard to match. Mm, I it feel is. that. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, because Las Vegas, you're going to – I think a lot of the fan base will make that trip. They will travel. Yeah. However, I feel like the the Vegas. I don't know who in Nevada is gonna say, you know what? Let me get up and go to this this I, game. I just hate that they're. I think it's know, gonna be more tourists. They're they're, re- they're relocating such a historic franchise. No, yeah, I hate like I think certain friend the Packers, Chimney. Raiders, Patriots, uh, Ravens, Steelers. I know Steelers. we I know we kind of early Bears, Bears, Bears. I, I mean, yeah. I know, but Bears, Eagles, <laughs> Eagles. Like I think those like eight or nine teams should never go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The do what you want with the Panthers, the Chargers, the Jaguars, whatever. But like Raiders, that that crop right there, I don't no, think they should ever be moved, man. Like I, I hate that for the Raiders fans because California is so big so that it's not like you can get up in Oakland and go to a game in LA. You know what I'm saying? How far yeah. is LA from Oakland? LA from Oakland is like a five hour drive. Okay. Exactly, bro. Like, I, I met a girl like a few weeks ago. She's from Sacramento. I was like, oh, do you go to a lot of Lakers games? She said, that's six hours away. Yeah, I like, said, what? Even to the Raiders, it's like two hours. So I was like, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. North, North and South Car- uh, California. Well, she got a segment of Kings, though. Yeah, she, uh... yeah, she got the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> she can watch them. Go to Aaron Fox. <laughs> yeah, my man is nice. Switching gears kind of to college. Um, Obviously, it's kind of become a regular occurrence every year. A&T dominates it at Celebration Bowl. Um, this is, I think this year was, what, four out of the last five, I believe? Yeah. Yep. It, yeah was it was four out of the last, last five. five. Mm-hmm. What do you think has been the key to the dominance that they've maintained? Obviously, they had um, Coach, what was it, Broadway? Uh-huh. And, then, and then now, obviously, Coach Washington. What do you think has been the key for the continued dominance throughout that throughout this five-year span? I think you got to go back to Coach Broadway and give him credit. When he first got there, he changed the culture, no doubt. And yeah. he brought in guys like myself, Tariq, uh, Tony, uh, Bam, Daryl Johnson, yeah, Bam, Darryl. every uh, – I mean, he keeps bringing in guys like that every year. Yeah. And you got – I mean, so he's instilling that winning culture. His philosophy, I think, is – I hope I get this right. <laughs> Stop the run, protect the football, win the kicking game. That's his main three that's principles. Main I mean, and that's – even with Coach Watts, he still believes in those three principles. So. Yeah. You gotta give him his like his credit for establishing that ground. Players like myself just taking and keep building and building and building, and then as they build, the expectation level rises. It never goes back down. Yeah. So how, how does it feel? You you mentioned Bam. How does it feel? You, him, and Tariq. Y'all were all three back to back years, like back yeah. to back to back. All of you all being obviously being at the same school, being teammates, and now all succeeding in the NFL. Um, how does that feel? Like, do you all communicate often? Like, how's the relationship with them too? Um, you know, we both, I think we all understand the grind of the season, so we don't yeah, reach out yeah. to each other a lot during the season. Like, I'm sure. if, I, if I'm about to play him, I'll, like, I'll be like, hey, you want to change jerseys? Or I'll talk to you after the yeah. game or something like that. But we always usually just link up in the offseason. Like, yeah, you I'm know, sure. we go to a game or something, we'll talk, or they have some spot at downtown, we'll pull up to that spot. Like, I mean, it's all love. And I think I, I realized this the other day. I'm like, each position got drafted to kind of to his correspondence. So 
Rick and Tony used to go after it. Running back yeah. DB, that got drafted. Ben Dale used to go at it every day. He got drafted. I got drafted. So I think it was just iron sharpening iron the whole time. And now that. we have that mutual respect because we both all realize we need each other to get to where we are. So it's how all did, love. How does it feel like, you know, it's no secret that mid-major programs are slept on. Um, HBCU programs are slept oh, on. Yeah. NBA um, as well as the NFL. How does it feel to rep- – I consider a third-round pick high. Absolutely. How does it feel to, to, to represent for the, you know, like – for the 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 seat the freshmen in, in college right now that might be going to Alcorn or Grambling or Howard, how does it feel to to rep? What would you tell them right now as you're representing on the biggest stage? It's 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 a different type of joy of carrying that HBCU pride on your back. You know, um, a lot of people don't expect you to make it in the first place, so you got to kind of deal with that. But if you use that as fuel to the fire and you finally get to the top, like all of us have and went through that journey, it's 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 different. You know, I think. If you go to like Clemson or UNC or Alabama or whatever, to me you're just another body. Yeah. Yeah, you can be legendary, you can stand out, but they're gonna replace you with just amount the same amount of caliber body as soon as you're gone. And talking to some of my guys on the team who are from those places, they're like, Man, they don't rob me like that. Man, I ain't never get no love like that. I didn't get started love till I got to the league and started balling. Yeah. Then they were like, mm. Oh, hey, come back, we miss you and all that. But like so but HBCU, they always got the love when we come back. We they year round we'll get messages like Keep doing you. Old heads will reach out. Like, we support you. We're rocking with you the whole time. Keep balling. I don't think you get that from, like, a big school. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely – I didn't go to HBC, but um, I, it definitely re- um, reverberates. Like, you can feel the energy just by knowing people that go to HBC. Yeah, absolutely. Going to UNCG, having A&T down the street, you you know you, you can – you can get a sense of, of what it's like, and there's, it's just always love. We had Absolutely. we had Tariq on the show back over the summer, yeah. um, and he echoed the same sentiments. Like he, you know, that's why he comes back and does his camp in the summer in Greensboro mm-hmm. because that's how much it means. Like not everybody does that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's real easy to he leave. You can do it in bond. You can do it. Yeah, in, like, I mean, it's yeah. real easy to leave and never come back. But yeah. I feel I definitely feel like HBCUs, no matter what you're doing, whether it's sports academics like they're gonna build you up yeah no it's, what. A big, it's a big family man yeah and but, i think you know guys like him and uh myself we feel like we kind of owe it a t something because he that was his only offer yeah it was only like my second or third offer so i mean you uh, know you're always gonna feel like you're you owe them yeah and that's gonna lead to us giving back and eventually building up the program to how to get it like up there with the big schools because it deserves it yeah it deserves yeah, it y'all like, it's, it's left on y'all want y'all they want celebration this year was it the last, last year the year before that, yeah, and seventeen and fifteen, and yeah. then the year before that they yeah. won. So four out of the last five, they'll probably win it again next year. Probably win it. I'm going. Hey, eventually they're gonna stop letting us go. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, their nah, teams are them. solid every year. It's, like, you know, every you know what I don't see HBCU schools in all the drama, the BS. Nah, like no, LSU is no. in right now. No, <laughs> did you have you heard about the OBJ? I seen that. Yeah, I seen <laughs> what you, what you think about it, man? What you think about it? Both, both, so both things. Let's talk about the money first, and then him slapping the cop <laughs> on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the money. Joe Burrow has a point where he was like, "I'm no longer a student athlete. Yeah. You can do that." And I, I yeah. kind of agree with that. Okay, Because I signed my agent contract. The minute my plan was done, that clock struck zero. I like an hour later, I went to sign as the agent. Got my little bonus, and that, it was that because I'm no longer a student athlete. You can't punish me. Yeah, true. I should have, now, should have got on video, it, that's a little sketch. So yeah. that's where they're wrong. Number yeah. two, the video of him slapping him, like, 
I don't think it's worth a, a search warrant, but that's yeah. that's that's kind of an arrest like, warrant. I that's not that. I don't even think the slap was like something that he should be reprimanded for. No, he just yeah. was playing like he was just he, like, he uh, was he be OBJ. OBJ, yeah, he he looks he looks very intoxicated. He's a big kid, bro. Yeah, because he was like I saw a video today. He was like going into like the marching band and like trying to get them to like play a song <laughs> or something. Like he was just he was just all over the place on Monday. I, I know he was lit. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing is. I think it's of course you know it's because he's a black man one uh, yeah. and then also the stage in which it happened I, you know honestly if that was never caught on camera wouldn't have had to worry about it but somebody saw it on Twitter and somebody saw it on Facebook yep. and it went viral and somebody had to say you know what we need to address this because it's it's everywhere yep. we've got people because you know people all across America some people are like oh like us like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, he insulted an a, a officer and, and just because he's some big football time player, da 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 You know what I'm saying? I can I hear it now. It was, I think it was... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. What I was going to say, just real quick, and then you can go. Um, apparently, what was happening, like when the cop was looking in the player's like, bag, what they were doing is they were checking to make sure that everyone who was smoking cigars were 21. Because obviously, the new, t- the new law is a nationwide law. You can't be under the age of 21 smoking tobacco or purchasing it. Which is like, come on, bro. Right, like they right. just want to national. Just, national, 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 national bro. just let them go. Why are you bro? being a buzzkill? <laughs> a buzzkill, bro. Complete <laughs> buzzkill, bro. I think that's what it was all about. Just trying to police, yeah, young black and white men, and just trying to, you know, there's always gonna be that white guy, that's the, the white, the cop, that, like, <laughs> yeah. the cop that feels like this is my chance, this is the power. Why yeah. black cop that's gonna abuse his power? So I yeah. mean, it's that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Yeah. What did you watch a game on Monday? I did. How, how, I was what, going what, for Clemson. You was uh, going for Clemson? I'm an ACC guy. My parents went to Chapel like, Hill. So okay, so that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. What'd you think about the game, man? LSU deserved it. That's what I'm going to yeah. say. They, they, they bought I thought it. Clemson was going to do it. It looked just like the Texans in a um, <laughs> Texas Chiefs game. game. Just yeah. like that. They came yeah. out swinging, and it's a championship-level game. So, yeah. I mean, the better yeah. team won. I, I have nothing against LSU. I mean, I'm yeah. glad they won. I, I really want to see a good game. But. Yeah. yeah and I mean, it, it, was, it was good. LSU just kind of pulled away late. They did. I didn't it, know it was they did. Burrow threw 60 touchdowns. 60 touchdowns. 60. That's crazy. Yeah. He, he had, <laughs> in, my, in my personal opinion, he, ha, he has had the best college football season ever. As a quarterback, 100%. Yeah. As a as a quarterback, mm. like he, he, I mean, Heisman won. He was 60, like Heisman. Let's set the record. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's. Like, like, yeah. Seventy three or seventy four percent. It was seventy six. Excuse me, seventy six percent complete percent. Yeah. Oh god. Now Dang. now how, now let me kind of. Do you feel like a lot of that is him or his receivers? I think a lot of people saying it was the receivers he had it's, around. It, it's both. Obviously, when you got great receivers. People are going to kind of, you know, when you have a great season, people are going to find try to find any little thing to kind of chip away at it. Yeah, he had, he has some great receivers. Yeah, seventy six point three percent. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, he was he was putting 3. stuff on the money. Like <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like he was throwing the ball inaccurately, and they were what, making great what's catches. What's crazy is the jump he made from year three to four. Yes, the offense, last man. year he only threw twenty eight hundred yards, fifty seven percent completion, and threw sixteen touchdowns. Yeah, this year he threw fifty seven hundred yards. That's why Joe Brady got that got that Panthers touchdowns job. and six interceptions. Mm. Yeah, but um. Uh, I think I think that's all we got for you, Brandon. Um, yeah. We definitely, truly, a hundred percent appreciate. Oh, you. Yes, sir. Real, spending bro. some time in my cold ass apartment. My, <laughs> my my last question to to end the show. My last question: Do you see yourself being a long time Raider? I do. All right. Why you go? Why you go? 
I hope Raider Nation love me. I hope I keep pleasing the coaches and they keep me. But I, I love the silver and black. Amen. Man. Absolutely, it's a different pride. And man, and I, I, and I, God willing, we're gonna see you in the Pro Bowl next year. Oh yeah, yes sir. But we appreciate you, dog. Y'all stick around for the second half of our show. Remember, the Finish Line Podcast is brought to you by Patreon. We actually just released a review reaction video to the Aaron Hernandez documentary. What's it called? The Killer Inside. The Killer Inside. That's on Netflix. Exclusive. So it's exclusive. You can see a sneak peek on our Twitter or our Instagram at Finish Sports, or you can just bring out four quarters. Can, can all patrons get that? Yeah. All pa- it's open to all patrons. All patrons can public. get that. Right. Open to all patrons. Um, but anyway, so this episode is being recorded on Tuesday, the 21st of January. The first half that you just listened to, our interview with Brandon Parker, the office alignment from the Oakland Raiders, um, that was recorded last Thursday. So we subbed out Calvin. We subbed out Calvin for AZ. So <laughs> yeah. it's just AZ, me, and Wanye right now. But um, we got some quick shit to quick shit to hit. We're going to hit the AFC and the NFC Championship, then preview the Super Bowl real quick. But quick shit. Delonte West is a drug addict getting beat up in the street. It's yes. quick. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Prayers go out to him, man. No, absolutely. Yo, it, it's it's hard to to see somebody who has fallen so far from from grace. You know so what I'm far saying? from grace, and yo, and and nope, nobody is is excluded from it. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember there are times in my life that I mean I went homeless on the street and not like that, but like why well, did not know where my next meal was coming from, and I yeah. was wholly responsible for my own for myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, definitely, you know, thoughts and prayers, you know, the cliche things, but in real life, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I wish him well. It, and it's also hard to believe that that was a dude that was giving LeBron's mind the business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody like... been talking about that shit. Everybody has, everybody been like, LeBron need to help out his stepfather. <laughs> that shit ain't right, bro. It's crazy because, oh, um... I I was looking up. Let me bring it up real quick. God damn. I was looking up his contract to see how much he made while he was in the NBA. I think it was um bro, why won't Google give me the shit, bro? I think it was uh 16 million, I want to say. Golly. Um where's sport right there it is. Yeah, contract. Um how over the course like of his career, career he earned cash earnings were he earned Oh, this isn't right. Okay, it's only saying well, his last two seasons in the league, he made two million, which Dang. is pretty good. I mean, but I know he earned around sixteen million, bro. Yeah, so, for his career. Prayers out to Delonte. Um, next up, <laughs> Antonio Brown's trainer was just arrested on a battery case. <laughs> Yo, this, this is the shit. Antonio that Brown's is, also being investigated now. That um, is swimming around this dude is ridiculous, yo. I don't even. It's I I after the whole baby mama shit, I could I couldn't support him no more. I was on his side and like just thinking like maybe he's just misunderstood all that type shit. Like nah, this is the last straw, bro. He he's really crazy and like it it it's telling that his inner circle isn't strong because somebody would have been checked him by now. He has a bunch of yes men around right. him and he got to get his shit together. Man. Yeah, and and it's the you know it's interesting you know the dichotomy of we just got finished talking about Delante. Who yeah. got some stuff going on? You know what I'm saying? Clearly, um, and now and now you got you know Antonio Brown, who people have been hypothesizing for a while that you know something is something is off, something's not right. You know what I'm saying? Something's yeah. literally not right. Right, in his head. and you know, so it's just it's always just it's just a cascade of like 
just dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I hope I hope he like legitimately gets the help that he needs. You know what I'm saying? Like not even on some football shit. So last up, the last we're just hitting real quick shit. Um, I feel like the sports world it's it, it we're, we're taking a turn. Football's almost over. Um, but tomorrow tomorrow night we get the debut of Zion Williamson. Yes, sir. Long time coming. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, super long time coming. Uh, he's he's playing. He's he said that tonight's gonna be a sleepless night. Um, for him, uh, since tomorrow he's making his debut. I don't know who they play. They play the Spurs. They play the Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, they play yeah. the Spurs. The game is at home. Um, so I think they were very intentional making this first ESPN game at home. was like, let me get that on let TV. Pick, let me pick that, that up. <laughs> because Denver definitely plays Houston. Um, Utah play. Oh, damn. Golden State. Never mind. Memphis at Boston. Oh no, shit! Never mind. This might have been a good game to put on. Um, <laughs> I would have. I they probably had Denver at Houston. Probably slated. Yeah. Um, but we like, got Zion. Uh, the it's really weird because I want to say I swear that the Pelicans were six and twenty three. They were, but they, now, they've they've went on a little tear. They're like yeah, three games out of the AC. Yeah, they are. They Brandon are now Ingram's seventeen and twenty seven. Yeah. Um, they are literally they are three and a half games out of the AC held by the the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't think the West is a powerhouse right now, it's but it's not. just mad competitive. Yeah. Because literally like the the Warriors are a slight little tear from being in reach of yeah. the AC. Yeah. Like it's 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 anybody's the 6 through the 8 uh, no, never mind. It's really just the AC down because then there's a big jump from 8 to 7 to get to to Oklahoma City. So Memphis is going to spend the next 2 months Fighting off San Antonio, Portland, <laughs> yeah. Phoenix, right. the Pelicans, the Timberwolves, and the Kings, who are all within um, five and a half games of the AC. Literally from eight to 14 is a five and a half game um, jump. But um, the Pelicans actually came out today. Their people, they were like, they're not about to try to make any huge trade moves with Zion coming yeah. back. They're going to try to make that huge playoff push. Do you think Zion's the missing piece to them jumping? Those four or five games and, and really making a playoff run. So they're really fighting for who gets beat the fuck up by the Lakers. Yeah. In, the in, all, in, all, honesty, <laughs> in all honesty. I, I think I think he absolutely can. I think he can have that type of impact. I'm very high on this guy as most people were. Um, I think that, you know, if he can stay healthy, it looks like, you know, he's he's been healthy. He's doing 360 and in between the leg dunks and shit. <laughs> so hopefully he can right. sustain, you know, just, I mean, ha- being halfway um available you know throughout the rest of the year i think they can make a playoff push yeah i i agree um the main the main reason i was i was saying that he shouldn't play this year is because you know based on his his injury history like his gate all that all that stuff that we saw at the beginning of the season i'm like bro just just go ahead and just you know yeah, t- just, take a red shirt you know what i'm saying just chill out but like Ye said he out here doing you know windmill 360 between the legs you know what i'm saying <laughs> so so clearly you know you can jump you walk in and running just fine um i definitely wish him well um yes i think he could be the missing piece i don't think he has a shot at the um he has an outside shot at the rookie of the year no he doesn't I think you don't think does. so. I, no, I he think doesn't. he does. No, he no, when I say outside, outside shot, I think Ja Ja got too far of a head start, bro. Because I don't see Ja slowing down. Yeah, I don't. Um, Morant is. I think he just got too far of a head start. Like he's literally put together an entire. Right, so question: he, he is hooping, but you also got to consider like a lot of these awards are popularity context. Zion is going to be on TV more. 
if his team if his team wins more than than um than Jaws and they have comparable stats, they're gonna lean yeah. towards Zion. Well, well, I, I would say even with Ja doing it for the whole season, yes, because like Ja averaging eighteen seven. You know what I'm saying? He's dunking he, on everybody. He is. He is and Ja, he's put together his fair share of highlights as well. Yeah, he's he's um, definitely hooping. I 17, just, three and a half, and seven. Um, yeah, man. I think. Damn, I'm I'm just glad that he he's definitely the came fa- in. he's definitely the favorite and it will probably win it. But I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out Zion yet. I mean, yeah. when I say outside chance, I'm like, this is a 20 percent chance. That I he, think he get close. Like I mean, because because that bottom half of the West is so competitive. What what if the Pelicans with uh, Zion's uh, help pushes them over over the edge and knocks the Grizzlies out the playoffs? I think it depends on how yeah. much of Zion's help it is because yeah, that's the, true. The, the advantage Ja has is he is the go to on that team. The go to on the Pelicans right now, yeah, is Brandon Ingram. And yeah. and what happened uh, last year with Luca? Luca was balling pretty much the whole year, and and Trey Young came on late, and yeah. it wasn't enough. And you I know think I mean I think with with the Pelicans, Zion just has. A better supporting cast than Ja. Absolutely. Like Zion, if yeah. Ja was to have missed this first half of the season, they'd be looking like the, the Warriors. Yeah, real because Ja really only right. has Triple J, and, and he's balling he, too. He could have Andre Iguodala, but Andre Iguodala is literally on strike, like SpongeBob. Oh, absolutely, like, as he should. Like <laughs> the Grizzlies are in there, standing at the concession, part of their oppression. But like Zion has a lot. You know, you got veterans on that team, like Drew, JJ. You got. A lethal scorer and Brandon Ingram who can and, go and get Lonzo you. One. Has been and Lonzo has come on hooping. as well. Um, so they yeah. got it. That Zion, he he can he got a cushion to fall back on. Josh slows down, that team falls yeah, because yeah. as you can see, he's giving his absolute all right now, and they're in the AC. I'm just yes. nervous, man. I just hope nothing dumb happens to Zion. Yeah, me I want to see the. Too. We're watching the future of the league right now with Zion, Ja, and Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, because yeah. he's a dog. But anyway, and obviously Luca and Trey. Fuck these young dudes. Let's talk about the NFL. The OGs. The yeah. OGs. You feel me? This weekend we experienced the AFC and the NFC championship. Um, the the AFC championship and the NFC. We'll go AFC first. Um, the AFC championship game. I got 2017 Patriots Jaguars vibes. Yeah. Um, in terms of you got a quarterback who can do things. That's about it. You got a workhorse running back who can do everything. Who can do everything, but once you get into a shootout and a slugfest and you got to put points on the board, you can't put them in there. You down 13, yeah. Derrick Henry's not going to do nothing for you because at the end of the day, I can throw the ball down the field 20 yards and that take up 5 seconds. Derrick Henry running 20 yards is going to take, you know what I'm saying, it's going to take longer. Yeah, it's going to yeah. take longer to ground and pound. So I got I got Jaguars vibes from them. Um, shout out to the Titans on a great season, your best season in 21 years, yeah. high key since the, the the Music City Miracle. It, it's been 21 years since then. It was 19. Yeah. That was 2000. It's 1999, 2000. That Shit, season was 1999. But yeah, man, it's your best season in 20 21 years. But you just ran into a buzzsaw. <laughs> yeah, you ran I into a buzzsaw, bro. Least, <laughs> I mean, Patrick Mahomes is he 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 came back from that injury. And said, let me take these last eight games in the playoffs to remind y'all who the fuck I am. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's literally what he's yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, because, like, the talk at the, begin- at the beginning of the year was like, ain't no way 
Patrick Mahomes is going to come out and throw 50 again. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was like, he's going to take a slump. Like, he's going to regress a little bit. Like, it's going to be a year of tape. All this stuff. And nobody was, like, outside, you know, the realm of possibilities and saying those things. And then he came in and he was still playing. You still, like, it seemed like he didn't slow down at all until he got injured. And then it seemed like niggas forgot. Because we, we was all in here talking about, well, dang, what's Matt Moore going to do? They kept it more than afloat. And, and like, for the rest of the season, really, we didn't really talk about Pat Mahomes, because we was all we was all looking was all at, at looking a, at what, what, uh, what Lamar was, a, was doing a, and stuff like that. He was in that. a love affair with Lamar. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. So <laughs> the breakup but was I mean, bad. Yeah, the breakup was real bad, but, but <laughs> I think that <laughs> I think that Kansas City, it's literally like Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. Andy said, "Eric, we need some wide receivers." Eric said, "Hey." Let's go to my hood. Yo, I, they I, went to his hood and they said, "Hey, I give a contract right here. Run a four two barefoot." Yeah, that's literally what it is, bro. Because and it was like, I could. It's just so many. <laughs> because when you for real. even checkdowns, Damian Williams is fast as hell. Checkdowns yeah. are going to go was twelve yards as hell during the during he the was. season. He, he was, was just hurt all season, bro. Yeah, he uh, and it's just like, and out. <laughs> bro, like Sammy Watkins, he 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 caught a bomb. You know what I'm saying? You got Denar Robinson who could hurt you. Pringle yeah. can hurt you. I forgot about Tyreek Hill Mikko can Harman. decimate you. Miko can decimate. That's Travis literally Kelsey. five. Then you get the second best, some would say best tight end in the entire right. NFL. And then, just for good measure, we got a Hall of Fame backup running back who's going to carry yeah. the ball, palm that bitch, exactly. and can juke you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, right. what do you do? And the offensive line looks good now. And yeah. the defense is acting like they want to play. Yeah. And Pat Mahomes is, is like... <laughs> Otherworldly, you know and, and and the key thing that is a very intricate part about this playoff run as well is that they've been healthy. Like they yes. they've been healthy. Like the past two games, I believe two games. I think maybe just this game, and then obviously in the Super Bowl, Andy Reid said I have no injuries to, to report, and that's a key thing. You know, going into you know January, and then obviously February, if you make it that far, is your health because that's the big thing that kind of breaks yeah. teams down. Yeah. Um. So their health is they're they're in perfect shape. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Where, where, where does Tennessee go from here? I mean, who cares? Because I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that Tennessee can walk into the locker room and say, "All right, we'll be back next year." Yeah, no, Ooh. you know, you definitely can't say that. <laughs> no. you, you, I, I mean, they I, got they got some big decisions to make. You know, I think I think obviously Ryan Tannehill has earned the trust of the franchise. You bring him back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think he, they he will. Just got, he just. He didn't fuck up. Yeah. That game was not lost. I don't think you could point to Tennessee and say, we lost this game because of him. There was, what are you going to do? Yeah. We're, literally, what are you going to do? They gave, they literally came out and tried to punch Tennessee, Kansas. They came out, punched Kansas City in the face, turned around like Nick Young and said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they turned back around and got knocked the fuck out. It was 17 out. to 10. And Tennessee's like, yeah. Right. Woo, woo. Ooh, turn around, get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> and then boom, turn around, wake right. up, it's 35 to 17. Yeah, real shit. Like, so I don't I think you bring Tannehill back on a prove it contract. I think the big like, thing, like I think the, the big decision zone? is Derrick Henry. Yeah. I think you pay Derrick Henry. I say you don't. Why not? I I say you do because if you look at the top four paid running backs, it goes Zeke, Todd, Le'Veon, and then David Johnson, which if I'm Derrick Henry's agent, I'm I'm you need to erase cooking that. the fuck out of sure. David Johnson right. in any negotiation. And I'm saying, about, listen, all four of these guys, they're the top four. My client has already done more than them. 
My client has playoff. My, my client has proven to be the workhorse when it matters in the playoffs because they're not winning that New England or that Baltimore game without Derrick Henry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean that I'm saying that's a negotiation. I'm not saying make them 90 mil. Don't give them 100. Well, don't see, make them highest. Paid. I'm speaking from the team's perspective. In right. the team's perspective, from all those four guys, none of those guys made the playoffs. Right. Todd Gurley looks a shell of himself. That's injury. Le'Veon, but but with Derrick Henry's running style, he ain't never been injured. But the injuries are. But you never know. That was the same thing with Todd Gurley. He had never been hurt. Now his knees was. was, I mean, I mean, he had a torn ACL at at, at Georgia. I don't know Derrick Henry's full injury history. I don't think Derrick Henry's really ever truly been hurt. Hurt. He may not have. But but with that running style, because you got to think you're going to sign him to a four or five year contract. It may be. It may be good for the first year, but no, no guy's going to take a front load most likely. When you um, he might be good for like next year, but years down the line, all that all those hits are gonna add up. Yeah. Um, and I think you know also with building a team in today's NFL, you don't need a workhorse running back. You don't need that. You can allocate those pieces uh, elsewhere and get a running back in the third round. Um, like look, I mean Raheem Morster, two hundred twenty yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, nigga, we is probably went under. He was running like this a seventeen, and, and you have and you have just guys like that, just diamonds in the rough everywhere that you can find like decent backs. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm saying like they're diamonds in the rough for a reason. Like they they're, they're not easy to find. You know, but what I'm they saying? are. But running backs, you can kind of plug. You can kind of plug and play. Those yeah, guys. but but like but you already you already have that you already have that part of the equation like figured out. I'm not saying you you throw the whole bag at him, but you you do enough to make. To, to have him stay, and then you and you build so you, more than David Johnson. How much did David Johnson get? I'll tell you. I um, think he's about like. I think they. I think I would I give him a little bit more. I don't than that. think the. Um. I don't think his agent should be going in and saying I want Zeke money. I think no. he should pinpoint David Johnson. So David Johnson's contract is. Um. So David Johnson signed too fucking much. Um. Basically a four it looks like a four year thirteen, eighteen, twenty nine. About a four year thirty nine million. Four year forty million. Not, yeah. How many how many years ago was that? That was like he two, signed, like he two signed years? it last year, so he signed it in 2018. If now, I'm the Titans, that's what I'm rolling with. Yo, bro, yeah. yo, that, that's what I'm rolling with. Yeah, because bro, th- you hold on, not overpay. He's gonna ask for Zeke money. I know. There's okay, no reason I don't why he's yeah. asking for Zeke money. Oh, you should. I, I agree. Zeke or Girly money. But yeah, Wait, but well, listen, but forty girl, million. But listen, forty. Listen, we Chill, go, dog, if we go forty. Let's actually look What's at what franchise tag. Let's look at what Le- Okay, he does not need to take a franchise he, he tag. Does. No, 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 no. But I'm listen, saying like, like, like what, what, a franchise tag would pay him like fourteen. Yeah, yeah. But that, like but listen, as a running back, don't take a franchise. He's tag, not going to take that's that. Too no, risky. no, 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 no. But listen, hold on. Look You're at Le- the team. Look at Le- Le- no, no. What I'm saying is like because if you say like four with four years, forty million, that's about what ten million a, a year. So the, the franchise is already higher than that. So fuck out of here. But it doesn't. But but franchise don't give you no security. I know that. But I'm saying. I see what you're saying. Let's look at Le'Veon. Le'Veon's four year fifty two, fifty two and a half. Why can't we creep? Why can't we do four year fifty? <sighs> that that that's stre- that's that's stretching it. It's up. not a stretch, man. I, I would maybe do that. I would maybe do that if I'm the if okay. I'm the okay. Um, and you, then we're you, look. Let's look at Todd. Todd is on a that's a Todd's on a four year fifty seven. Yes, that yeah, ain't I would, that bad. I would go four year fifty fifty four. Okay. With like that maybe, that maybe yeah. like maybe like 25 30 games. Third year option. Yo, yeah, but, like, yeah. you can you cannot yo, listen, overpay for yo, this. Yo, dude, this is what you do. You yo, go in there. Re- I looking at this, they really gave Zeke a lot of fucking yeah. money. Yo, not 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 this is what you do. This is what you do if um 
Derek Henry, if you listen to this, you know, shout out, be a patron because we know you gonna have it soon. Nah, come on the Facts. show. Fuck yeah, that. right. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll bitch about the patron. Right. So so what what I what I would do what I would do is go in there and be like, I wouldn't ask for Zeke money because they're gonna laugh you out the room. But I would start I would start at something like 70, 80, and and let and let me let myself be talked down to about fifty five in that range. I feel like yeah. that's that's feasible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because because you go in there talk about some forty. And you see what David? Hell no! Like that—that's disrespect on the other side. <laughs> Just don't overpay, Titans. Don't overpay, please. So you, so we're 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 rolling with anywhere between four. We're we. So you're willing to give him anywhere between forty and fifty-five across the contract, yeah. and about twenty to twenty-five guaranteed. I'd yeah. feel comfortable with that. I'd yeah. feel comfortable with that as well. But yo, they really paid Zeke a lot of fucking money. They did. Was I mean, it worth but, but it? Zeke Probably is a more dynamic. Hell no. Him. Hell no, but Zeke played his but cards no, perfectly. But no, Zeke played his cards perfectly by being fucking amazing in every season he's yeah, played. Yeah, like there, there was there because was Derek no, took two years to like really get his footing. Zeke came in and damn near led the game. Fourth and, pick and was, and was balling, and it was perfect because when Zeke was suspended, the Cowboys played like shit. They, were, they were like two and, and four. And everybody yeah. knows as good as as, as Dak is playing, that, that, that's a running team. He needs they, they he needs need Zeke. So. Yeah. But yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, they gave him too much money. <laughs> but yeah, they had I, to. I definitely, they had to. I definitely think the Titans. They, they. I think they should double down on the things that made them successful this year, only because they're playing in a division where the very Texans winnable. aren't. Winnable, going, very it's winnable, winnable every, but every year. it's winnable. But they barely. They didn't even win it this year. That's my thing. They didn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but, I, mean, but I think the Texans aren't going anywhere. The Colts. Really, just need to figure out their quarterback. Yeah, they yes. feel like if quarterback, they figure out their they're, quarterback, they're gonna be dangerous. Yes, because I just Jacoby just won it, and they have a whole. I think they lead the league in cap room. They lead the league so in cap can, room, so they can make some major. Who they, gonna, who they gonna go get? I mean, maybe AJ Green on the on the offensive side of the ball, then maybe defense, maybe Javion Clowney. You know, yeah, they, they, they may can, they, they may reload whoever they want. They yeah, may really. get right. Um, and then the Jack, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. But Seriously. anyway, right. so let's move on to the NFC game real quick. So they probably should have played this game first because it was the most unwatchable thing ever. It um, was. We had the. We could have uh, low key recorded while that was going on. Nobody cared. <laughs> Nobody cares. It's real <laughs> shit. Um, we had the Packers uh, getting beat the fuck up for the second time in a row. Richard Sherman after the game was like. Um, they were real cocky. They weren't even ready the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said they weren't yeah. even ready the first time. Um, got beat the fuck up. Um, what was the score? Anybody know the score? 37 20, I think. Hold up. It's right. It's, yeah, 37 20. It's, yeah. Yo, it's, that's closer to that score. It was. That, that yeah, score, yeah. even it though it's not tell the story. Point, it doesn't even tell the story. Yeah, they scored late, right? Yeah, yeah they, they scored they, too late. They scored late when the 49ers kind of took their foot off the gas because who cares? Right. Yeah. Um, Raheem Mostert on his second team. Um, 220 yards, four touchdowns, seventh. This oh, is seventh, seventh team. He's played for. I know he's played for the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Browns. He's played for and the, the Eagles. And the, Eagles the Eagles. The Eagles. This year. They traded him last year uh, for what? Like off no, they line. cut him. They cut him. Oh shit! Never they mind. cut him this year, bro. <laughs> I mean, they, they were low key. He was gonna play like this. Could he use his But yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, y'all was loading back in the backfield yeah, anyway. They so were. It's just like, and so we talk about the Chiefs in terms of them being a buzzsaw, and we can talk about the 49ers in the same token because on the defensive run- side, no, on both sides, really, both because sides. their running game. If you can get Tevin Coleman healthy, Raheem Mostert healthy. Matt Breida healthy. All three of them showed signs of I can be the number one back in one season, right? Because yeah. I remember I had Breida in fantasy. 
he had a 200-yard game this season. Tevin Coleman was had a 200-yard. He game. had a 200-yard game this season. Then Raheem Mostert, he had a 200-yard game right here. You got Debo Samuel, who is proven to be. Hey, I can be a number one. Raheem, um, you got Emmanuel Sanders. They didn't even need him. You got George Kittle. You didn't even need him. You know what I'm saying? You got then your defense. Their defense is loaded. Loaded. You know what I'm saying? So what? <sighs> I don't even know how to call this Super Bowl. I mean, it, and we'll we'll probably do that next week. Yeah, we're uh, really gonna get into but, it next but week. But as on far the Super Bowl. as far as this game, I think this is um, a bigger deal. Let's for, talk more about the Packers. Yeah, I think this is a bigger deal for the Packers um, and Aaron Rodgers' legacy. This is the second time because I remember the year that the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. He got blasted in like an <laughs> NFC Championship game, Sheesh. and you got to start 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 looking at him a little bit differently as far as his so, legacy. Fun fact: um, Let me find it real quick. Uh, this Packers team was actually the worst thirteen and three team of all time, yeah. statistically. I'm sure. So, well, not of all time technically, but they're the worst thirteen and three team since nineteen ninety. They have the they had the worst point differential in the regular season um, since nineteen ninety. The best thirteen and three team since nineteen ninety um, is the nineteen ninety nine Rams, who the Ooh. greatest show on turf yeah, went yeah. on to win the Super Bowl. Um, but this this Packers team, just to give it in perspective, that Rams team had a point differential of plus two eighty four. This Packers team had a point differential of sixty three. Golly, so plus sixty three. So crazy. that means they literally barely fucking won. The I game. mean, but, but you they know, always did. Yeah. I mean, but you you can spin it a way that says like you know in the tight games, you know they find a way to pull it out. Like that that's a skill set I mean, that a lot a lot of teams sure. don't have. I mean, that's what I would say. But I mean, so and then but the, the the dip the dip is. <laughs> The, the Packers, and then above them is the 99 Titans at plus 68. And then once you go above them, it just jumps. The 99 Colts at plus 90. Yeah. Um, and then it, it it just continues to jump, jump, jump higher and higher and higher. Um, so, yeah, Chargers on here once, gang, gang. Um, <laughs> at number 33. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, I, what do y'all think this really does for Aaron Rodgers' legacy? Because I know a lot of people would come out and say, well, he didn't have any help. And I think that's false. Um, you got you got Devonta Adams, who many would call top ten to five wide receiver in the league when healthy. Aaron Jones actually had the most touchdowns of a non quarterback in the entire league this season. Yeah, he's not. Um, and they they got a good defense. They had a top ten defense. Yeah, very um, good defense. So I mean, what, what do you think this does for Rodgers' legacy at thirty six? I think it I think it taints it slightly. However, I do think they'll be back um, next year. I think they need just one more piece on that offense, maybe another receiver. Which this draft is loaded with them. They right. they can have their choosing. Um, and you know, you know, I, I don't want to take it too out of context because you know, his first year in a, with a new coach, right? In his entire career, yeah. Um, to make it to the conference championship game is is a win in that. Um, but on his legacy, you know, you put him up there with the top, you know, the top tier guys, and mm-hmm. you know, this has been a lot of playoff, um, a lot of playoff losses. You know, no Super Bowl appearance since 2011. Um, and like I said, getting blasted in two conference championships doesn't look good at all either. Yeah. Um, honestly, like I don't, I don't think it does a whole lot to to um, to move the needle on his uh, legacy. He's cemented no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he can play for three more years and never, you know, and not make it any further than he made it now, and he still will be amongst the greats. I feel like he's done enough from a, a performance um, standpoint 
that uh, we know he's one of the best quarterbacks. But if anybody, you know, like the way that, uh, like, for example, uh, Stephen A goes on on and on about he's a bad, bad man, like some of that will have to chill out just, I, just I, slightly. I don't think that we can sit here and hype up Aaron Rodgers as much as we fucking do and then turn around and I see people on Twitter just slander the fuck out of Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Think, I think that yeah. we got to play both sides of the coin, bro. Because when that top 100 list came out last week, and I'm over here screaming, "Where's Drew Brees? Where's Drew Brees?" and people are just slandering him on his playoff performance and saying John Elway is just so much better. Fuck that, first of all. Yeah. But like, let's play both. Let's play. Let's call a spade a spade and play both yeah. sides, bro. Because if you look at Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees' career. Aaron is, I mean, granted, how many years did he not play? Did Ooh. he play behind Favre? It was like four or something. Three, like that. three or four. Because he got drafted in 2006. So I don't, don't want to hold their stats three too four. close together because Breeze has been a starter since day one, no matter where he was. Right. Um, but then again, Breeze's regular season stats are astronomical. And then, right. you know, he's literally Rod- the best quarterback, according to the. Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, I mean, he's. And the regular season is a big determining factor how we grade your legacy i mean you ain't gonna get to the playoffs without your regular season he's just had some some bad breaks but breeze ain't getting blasted in the playoffs yeah you know because this year they didn't get blasted they lost last minute last year they lost last minute miracle miracle (laughs) in minnesota they (laughs) lost last minute you know what i'm saying a lot of those things those are probably his three of his like best teams that yeah bro so he I'm, not getting. He not losing yeah. twenty to thirty seven. He nah. not getting blasted. Yeah. I, th- I nah. think honestly, like with that being said, like I kind of look at them in the same in the same tier now. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they I got definitely Breeze the same above Rodgers, huh? I got Breeze above Rodgers, but I'm, like in the same. Oh, in the same yeah, tier. Yeah, sure, they, they, sure, yeah, sure. yeah. They're in the same tier. I think now the argument or the, the angle that people will take, they'll they'll talk about like skill level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people will be like, like you know, like uh, Aaron Rodgers is is the the best thrower of football I've ever seen, and they'll yeah. they'll start to compare him that way because when things start looking more and more the same, you got to find uh, you know some differentiating factor, and yeah. and that's how people are going to start talking about him now. Now that he know he don't got another um ring on his legacy. All right, so we're going to wrap up the show because this is a long ass show if it we combine last show. week, but um, so we got the best offense. Mm. And the best defense. Yeah. I think this is going to be the best Super Bowl we've seen since. We say that. I hope. Yeah. I don't see how it couldn't we be. We say that. The best Super Bowl. And the thing, I was, I want to say. last time that happened, the Seahawks blew out yo, the Yo, beat Denver the Rockers. Brakes. And last time <laughs> yo, And the only reason, I like, I didn't care because I was rooting for the Seahawks anyway. Like, my yeah. team was winning. But, so, I was like, you know. That's so, hopefully, up. this is the best Super Bowl we get since 28-3. And the only reason twenty eight to three was good Ooh, is because that, that the Patriots never gonna happen literally yeah. put on a we, clinic. They put on a clinic. You do it for like five hundred yards. Give Tom Brady enough credit for that? Yeah. Or does that get kind of get lost? No, no, no I, I guess lost. It gets lost in the, lost lost in the, in the shuffle, bro. But yeah. when we do our our, our revisits this summer, twenty eight to three is gonna be one of the first we do. Yeah. We gotta sit down and rewatch that whole game and, and 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 really give. Tom Brady is kudos, bro. Talk, because bro. that could really yeah. be his only Super Bowl he ever won. And now and that's like, enough. That nigga. That, yeah, you are <laughs> real, bro. Yo, bro, yo, real. That, yo, that's that's the epitome of like three uh, coming down from three to one. Yeah, I think that's a little better, bro. Yeah, twenty eight, right? Three, because you have one game because to do. Come back from three to one, you get to rest. Right, you can all go to right. the hotel. Nah, bro. Think yo, about it a little. All bit. the chips in the middle of the table the right now. Yeah, because if he had lost that, we would have been. If the Falcons would have scored about twelve more, Patriots lose forty to ten. Yo, we would have. All they had to do was score one more time. Yeah, oh, one man. more time, and one it would have been time. over. Yeah, but nah, Dan Quinn Ooh. some shit. Talk about some personal parents, um, man. But uh, do there's one last question. 
If Pat Mahomes wins this Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP, is he automatically a Hall of Famer? Nope. Hell no. No. Chill out. It, no. Yo, okay. Yo, think, it. Think about bro. I'm just saying, bro. A 50 touchdown MVP, nah, nah. Okay. a Super Bowl, and a Super Bowl. Yo. He did. He would do more in two seasons okay, but Dre, than Philip Rivers think, did his entire hold career. Hold on, wait, Drake. Wait, wait, hold on. Before you, before so you, you answer. saying like you saying like win the Super Bowl and then retire? So type no, shit? Okay, that's what no, I'm no, saying. No, no, you I'm need more content. Retire. I'm not saying retire. And that's I'm all he does. Win this Super Bowl. And then kind of just be and like play nine more years and, be, and retire and be beans automatically just, and just be kind of like be regular, average. just be like a Matt Stafford for the rest of his career. Yeah, yeah. that's all of fame. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all of fame. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, and, I was gonna say all of fame, whether he whether that's <laughs> Yo, oh my retire. god, bro. because if you do a Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, MVP and an MVP and a fifty touchdown MVP in three at that. years. That's that's still, that's and, still and you just and you just walk away. You give up. I'm, I'm just saying because of longevity, we got to nah, play, play life. How many? Okay, so if he wins this Super Bowl, how many more years does he have to play for you to say, okay, you good? Go ahead, and retire your first battle. I, I, I need a, I need a, a Brady S. Like two, <laughs> like two more. Years. That's but, it. That because like Not so that, much can happen, man. It it definitely can, but I think with I think the smaller the sample size, like the greater it kind of means it, in a weird way. Yeah. Um, because if you play too long, bro, people we gonna, find we out gonna, what's people, wrong with you. People going to find your flaws. You, you have, have more L's seasons. to take. You might get hurt. Shit. You might be Aaron Rodgers. Nah. Yeah. I, nah, I, yo. <laughs> which he's still in the Hall of Fame regardless. Oh, regardless, yeah. Yeah, I, listen. I, I'm about to be real real um, transparent. You know what I'm saying? If if Eli Manning's moribund ass, 500, 500, yard, 500 um, overall record ass, is what, what some people argue as a surefire Hall of Famer? This, there's no. I don't know no, many people. I said some people. Surefire. Some, yo, wait, what Eli. you mean? Eli, like people saying he should be surefire? Yeah. Eli, no, people are saying Eli is surefire. Is a surefire because because he has two Super Bowls and two and two. No, I think, I think I think I think it is. I think the I, reality is he is a surefire. I don't personally. I don't. Think so he is. Yeah. Let's, okay. There, let's are, there are people. Language. There are people can do that. Eli isn't surefire. He's a Hall of Famer because of his rings. No. What, what? I think literally take away his two rings and we would not give Eli Manning a second glance. Yeah. I think take away yeah. one Duh, ring yeah. and we wouldn't give him a second. No, I, no, I, yeah. We'd give him a not, glance. Not you yeah. would be, no, we'd give him a double take. Like, oh, nigga, you no, right there still? No, his, his, his first <laughs> ring was against an uh, undefeated pass team. I don't give a team. fuck. And then the, okay, what so, you mean? Cause, 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 yo, you know, honestly, listen, Brett, if he only AZ, won one ring, he would be Trent But listen, listen, listen. That would be a hell of a ring to win. This is not no, the way no, I listen, want this listen. to go, man. Win that one ring in 07, it is 2020. He's still playing. Win that one ring in 07 and then be exactly how y'all been in the last, that was 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. So be shitty for the next decade and a half yeah. after one ring right. in your fourth season. We, Trent Dilfer, motherfucking Joe Flacco. Are we putting Joe Flacco in the hall? No. Let's forget. Okay. We, I, so he, I, so, so he, he won Super Bowl MVP. He won a Super Bowl so MVP. Listen, I, so, so what I'm That's because the oh. league is biased towards quarterbacks. No, nah, he did ball out in that game. But what, Fuck what, that nigga. What, I think what, so. Basically, what I'm trying to say, like, I agree that there's, there's no way that um, Patrick Mahomes is not going to be in, in, a, in a Hall of but if if he just wins this one and he let's say he has an Eli Manning type career after that, I don't think that's possible because he's <laughs> leaps and bounds better yeah, than I, I Eli. He's leaps and bounds better than my man, man. Okay, easy. Let's be realistic because we can put Philip <laughs> Rivers next if you want to. He's leaps and bounds better oh. than Eli ever was. That's Bruh. the thing because he, bro, the the fact that y'all won those two Super Bowls. Let's keep it a band. There were angels. There were in the secondary. Hey, there I were. mean, not now, but there were angels in the secondary. Oh, they definitely were. David Tyree, 
There's bro. a reason David Tyree hey. caught that pass and quite bro. literally never played another game of football. <laughs> bro, Eli, literally. bro, Eli had a year in 2013. He threw for 3,800 yards, 18 touchdowns, and 27 interceptions. <laughs> Yo, that that yo, that's that's Winston esque. Listen, bro, but now Eli bro. did that shit often, bro. He did. He, yeah, he, he had twenty. Yeah. He had twenty plus picks three like, times. I right, stop talking about <laughs> That's fine. He I'll, had double digit picks. Yo, every, this ain't the point why I brought him up, man. He had he, he had, had double digit picks in every single year except his last and his first, <laughs> and the last don't even count. But anyway, <laughs> la- wait. Last little footnote: Philip Rivers permanently moved out of L.A. Yeah, he moved to Florida, my nigga. Yeah, I think you know what you know what you know why that means so much. It took Philip Rivers when they moved the team to L.A. He didn't even move his team out of San Diego. He was taking a private driver two hours every day to get to practice. Yeah, he loves San Diego. So, yeah. and he told reporters he was like, "This, you know, in terms of football, this isn't anything, you know, super definitive. But it was time to move my family back closer to our family." In the East yeah. Coast, because yeah. you know he's from Alabama, Florida, and Alabama, right next to each other. Um, yeah. I think I think he's hanging it up. I think, think so. I think him. Dang, I mean, he, he's gonna he moved to Florida. That's I, that's where old people go to retire. Yeah. But I think I think he's gonna be a hell of a commentator wherever he goes. Um, I, yeah. I, nah, I've he, never he, heard it. Nah, people want him in the booth. Really? Yeah, he's he's charismatic as fuck. He's a great talker. I mean, he knows the game. Now nah, Eli couldn't be in the booth. No, not at all. <laughs> Eli does not have the uh, the wherewithal to be in. He'd be like, uh, hey, yeah. but last thing before we hit stop on this, you know who should be pissed? Cooper Manning, the third brother. Yeah, Real Real talk. Talk. because Uncle both my brothers talk. and my father are Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, and I'm. <laughs> What the fuck am I doing? Yo, and then my ain't his son nice as no, fuck. No, his net yeah. So their nephew. So yeah, his, his son, son is nice as fuck. Who Cooper's son? Yes. Yeah, he's nice as fuck. Bro, he's a quarterback. He started on varsity as a freshman. No, you know, you know what? You know, fuck, you know what bro. Cooper fucked up is that like Eli and uh, and uh, Peyton needed somebody to catch the ball. So he was like, I'll catch the ball. You should you should have sucked back <laughs> there and been thrown. He, he had like a career ending like injury or disease that what couldn't nothing be prevented. Damn, that's that takes the sting out of the the, the slant of it does. Man's way. But anyway, man, y'all rock with us on Twitter and Instagram and Patreon. The long way, double tap all them posts and shit, man. Yeah, AZ's hoes. Yeah, like this shit. Bobby had the civic, Mount had a van, we was mobbing through the city, ay. Jay said come and get me, now I'm all on independence, ay. Passing independence, I'ma tell you how I get it, ay. Now I'm on the north and I was with the side gang, I just want the neck, I ain't gon' play no mind games, Lottie had the clip to a butt, it bounce, and I told my god brother he ain't had to send no wounds, so he slide, slide, 485, yeah, I put that shit on God, I'ma keep the silly live, you can't kill me, I got God, but I'm so ready to die, okay. I was at the five guys, with the Tonys right beside, I was on the east side, I was on the south side, I was at the breakfast club, I ain't even get inside, then I seen that n- die, that had my eyes wide, aunties in the two five, with the sweet potato pie like, give em. Tell them niggas I'm gon' live it up I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Tell them, tell them I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Riding with the pistol tuck Whip it like a semi, yeah, I whip it like a